Hey, you are about to hear part two of a two-part conversation. If you haven't yet, be sure to listen to part one, which aired last week. Hey, I'm Caitlin Cuevas, the girl behind all things Think Happy. I'm a wife, mom of two cute and crazy kiddos, and a lover of golden doodles, cheesy analogies, and pump-up music. I've taught hundreds of women what I'm here to teach you, and that's how to reduce your daily stress, decrease your unproductive time, and most importantly, increase the amount of time you have to pour into you. Join me each week as we dive into topics such as time and task management, increasing productivity, building habits and routines, keeping your cup full, and so, so much more. Welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. glad to have you back tuning in to another episode of the Think Happy Podcast. We are in full swing with the holidays over here at the Cuevas home. Eleanor is completely obsessed with Santa. She talks about him just about every day. Uh, She told me the other day that she wants a playground for Christmas. So, (laughs) So we'll just have to see what Santa thinks about that. I truthfully don't have too many updates for you, but I do want to take a quick second just to say thank you. Thank you for being part of this community and thank you for tuning in week after week. I usually find myself getting, you know, like super sentimental around the holidays and this year is no different. So I really mean it when I say that I love, I appreciate every single person who listens to this podcast, who follows along on Instagram, who reads the Think Happy emails. And I am especially thankful to my amazing, glorious clients who allow and trust me to pour into them and to guide them and to just be someone standing in their corner cheering for them. Oh, so full of gratitude, guys. Now that I'm like almost crying, I think we should just roll into part two of my conversation with Daniela Wolf. Uh, part air, air, or sorry, part one aired two weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to that, Go back and listen. It is a fabulous conversation all about, you know, finding work, life, balance, harmony, burnout. Today, we're going to be digging more into self-care. So go listen to part one if you haven't listened to that yet. And without further ado, here is part two. You actually teed me up really well for this next question (laughs) that I had, which was, you know, tips on or suggestions on preventing ourselves from hitting burnout. So in addition to, you know, making sure that we still are finding things that make us us or you you Mm -hmm. or me me um do you have any other suggestions on preventing actually hitting that burnout Mm -hmm. absolutely um you know self-care is kind of like i was saying to somebody the other day self-care and burnout go together like peanut butter and jelly Mm -hmm. like you you can't you know you need one with the other self-care prevents burnout you know burnout comes from lack of self-care they have to go together and Mm -hmm. so recognizing you need that just like you need to eat every day. You need to brush your teeth every day. You need self-care. And I talk about self-care a little bit differently. I don't know if this is where you wanted to go, but I'm going to. No, I'm here for it. I am here for it. (laughs) You know, self-care. I love me a bubble bath, spa day, girls get away, but that's not really practical, sustainable self-care on a daily basis. Self-care is everything from how you eat, sleep, dress, decorate and organize your home, 
move, connect with others, um, think about money. I think I said sleep, you know, and as well as the typical personal development, but those are the kind of things that you need to kind of keep as a part of your daily, weekly rotation. You don't have to do everyone every single day, but those are the kind of things that if you imagine going through them, almost like a wheel, if one of them is out of alignment, you're going to feel that bump. You're going to feel that pothole every time. And so staying grounded in your self-care, having those practices that, you know, you think about when you dress, if your confidence comes from that, you know, Mm -hmm. you feel good about yourself, the way you decorate and organize your home, the decoration, the candles, the colors can be calming, but also that organization of knowing where your keys are every day, knowing where the kids shoes are going to be that organization can help keep you sane in the morning when you're trying to get out of the house and things like that. Yeah. And it gives you, again, that sense of control, which is some of where that comes from too, you know, taking that intention. Control can be a nasty word sometimes. So I use intention as well. Yes. But I love intentionality the It's going to help you prevent that burnout because now you have kind of put the focus back on not just one thing as that passion, but it's a balanced boundaries of all these other areas and it keeps you productive. It keeps you creative and it keeps you motivated. And that's how we stave off burnout. Yeah. Yeah. That is really powerful stuff. And it, you know, self-care is another kind of, you know, like trendy word right now, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone seems to have an opinion on what it is and what it isn't. And something that I really, really like that you just mentioned, and I don't even know if you like did this intentionally, but you kind of divided self-care up into these ongoing self-care rituals or routines Mm -hmm. or habits that we should have versus kind of like the fun cherry on top. Mm-hmm. self-care things. Um, yeah. I think that's where it gets a bad rap. People think yes. it's a luxury, exactly. you know, like a spa day where yes, it's going to get my nails done, getting to walk mm-hmm. around target without my kids. I, I do think that if for you listener or whoever you are individually, if something like that does fill your cup, then that gets to be called self-care, but that is not something that is realistic for every single day. If for you, it is realistic every single day, more power to you, sister. Um, I think for the majority of us, it is not. And because of that, it all of a sudden now that turns self-care into something that we just assume we don't have the time for, or, you know, that's too much of a luxury. Self-care costs either too much of my time, too much of my money, too much of my whatever. Um, But it really is so much bigger. Well, and that's why, you know, you look at from those eight different pillars, you can make options in each one. And so it's going to look different every single day, potentially what's going to fall under your self care in that way. But, you know, trying to make it just that one special thing, whether it's once a week or once a month, that's like eating on a Tuesday and thinking you're not going to be hungry by Sunday. You know, you need something sustainable that's going to keep you filled up emotionally, mentally, physically on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't, actually, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say it doesn't have to look the same every single day and it doesn't have to look the same in every single season of life. Because again, I'll say it again, as humans, we are fluid. Our needs are going to change. Our seasons are going to change. Um, And that's okay. 
we should actually yeah. expect that to happen. Absolutely. And it doesn't need to be done alone. You know, you yeah. think about your kids are watching every move that you're making. And so to include them, to tell them mm -hmm. to do it with them, you know, like I've used bubbles as a great opportunity to teach breathing because you can't blow bubbles faster. They pop and yeah. kids get that, you know, yeah. and so to teach them how to slow down their breath. And so then when they're having a meltdown at the grocery store, you could be like, let's, let's pretend we're blowing bubbles for a minute. And yeah. you can ground them and, and teach and model for them so that they learn how to take care of themselves. And that that's amazing. That's amazing. So I also really love that you said self-care doesn't have to be, excuse me, something that you do by yourself. Um, what are some of the things that you do in your life that are self-care? Mm -hmm. Um, I have some girlfriends once a month, we have tickets to our Broadway show kind of thing. Like it's a Shays night, we call it. And so we go Amazing. to dinner and we go out. Amazing. So that connection, you know, your connection mm -hmm. with others, making sure I'm incorporating that. Um, as far as, like I said, when my kids were younger, you know, we would do things together. Laughter is a great form of self-care. Mm. It connects you to others, you know, doing those types of things, physical activity, going outside for a walk. Um, you know, my husband and I walk the dog every day at some point, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of activities. So you're walking, you're in nature. Um, you know, there's so many different ways to incorporate it. Catching up with a girlfriend in the car as my phone call is part of my drive. Or like I said, my son is yep. on his, you know, using those pockets of time in your day that you could easily be spending on social media or scrolling and doing other things and finding ways to do your self-care, checking your bank account. I talk about how, you know, money is how you think about money as a part of your self-care. It doesn't mean you have to have money, but at least being aware of where mm -hmm. you stand financially, even though it can cause stress for some people, I think that um, acknowledgement of it, again, gives you that intention of how to be proactive and address it. So right. You know, I, I definitely oh, yeah. take, try and take care of my sleep every day. I wish I was an eight-hour girl. I'm the goal I'm working towards, but I'm getting there. I Okay, you'll be proud of me especially with my two littles, I am officially back to eight to eight and a half hours of sleep. Oh my God. <laughs> every night. It. And that is honestly one of my biggest forms of self-care that I can give myself. And um, something that I feel really strongly about is that our morning routine does not start when we get out of bed. Rather, it starts when we get into bed the night before and mm -hmm. set ourselves up to be well-rested by the time we wish to get out of bed the next day. Um, and and I know so, we, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I know we talked about that even when you were on my podcast, you know, mm -hmm. that nighttime and morning routine, which we're both pretty religious about, you know, yep. is definitely something that is woven into my day. And some days it's only 10 minutes, some days it's 20 minutes, but the fact that they both consistently happen every day, those two routines. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I could not agree more. And a lot of the self-care things that you mentioned in your life are extremely similar to a lot of the ones that I have in my life. That's why I think my ears perked up when you had said, you know, you it doesn't have to be something that you do alone because mm -hmm. Yes, definitely some of the self-care things I do in my life are alone, you know, mm -hmm. my morning time, my journaling, um, things like that. But the majority of my self-care, and I will say I'm an extrovert, and so this won't be the same for everyone, but, you know, having date nights with my husband, hanging out with my girlfriends, um, 
group exercise classes, family walks, you know, all of those fill me up just so much. So, mm-hmm. so much. Right. And I'll even say like, I am an introvert. Mm-hmm. And so I know that's how I recharge, but I still, I enjoy being social. I love being around people. I just need to go and then, you know, hide for a day yeah. or so after that. Yeah. <laughs> and do a different form of self-care. Yes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> As I'm sitting here, I'm drinking the most delicious cup of Kerbin's coffee. Kerbin's is a wife and husband duo who turned their passion for coffee into a business. They are so sweet and it makes me so happy seeing their business thrive. Now, let me tell you why Kerbin's is thriving. To put it simply, it's because their coffee is amazing. Think Happy has had the honor of getting to pick a Think Happy signature roast. These dark roasted Mexico beans smell like a good day waiting to happen. When brewed, they create the smoothest cup of coffee you have ever tasted. And it is even still good after being reheated. If you're like me and frequently get pulled away from your coffee, you know that's important. And I have a special treat for you. Think Happy listeners receive 15% off their order of Kerbeans. Head to kerbeans.coffee. Kerbeans is spelled K-I-R-B-E-A-N-S. And use code THINKHAPPY at checkout for your 15% discount. Again, that's kerbeans.coffee, code THINKHAPPY for 15% off. So... Okay. Specific to the holidays, since this conversation is airing, just like literally Thanksgiving either like just happened or is about to happen, depending on if we're in part one of this episode or part two of this episode (laughs) when it airs. And that means that, you know, December is just around the corner. But um, specific to the holidays, do you see self-care as being any more, less, or of equal importance any other as compared to any other time of year? I I absolutely think the holidays is prime time to make sure that your self-care does not get pushed to the bottom of your to-do list because, you know, there's always these different hustle bustle expectations that kind of come up during the holidays, whether you're attending parties, hosting parties, shopping, cooking, eating differently, sleeping, sleeping differently, you know, um, you might, put your workouts off a little bit more, you mm-hmm. know, this is definitely kind of the time of year to make sure that the consistency of that self-care stays in place. Even if it looks a little different, it's tweaked a little bit, mm-hmm. but make sure that you're taking that time for consistent self-care in some form every single day is so important. Staying hydrated is Huge extra one. important during the holidays because you're eating, drinking, sleeping, differently. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're hydrated as well as acknowledging feelings. You know, I think gratitude is a big part of the holidays because, you know, we, that's the, we reflect on those things, but also just being aware of our feelings because there can also be some disappointment, some anxiety, some Mm -hmm. grief, some stress. And again, we have these Norman Rockwell expectations sometimes for the perfect holidays, even if we know being with our family might not always be perfect. Right acknowledging those feelings, not unpacking and staying there, but at least kind of recognizing, like, I know this is going to be hard and planning accordingly for those things, talking to people, putting your supports in place is going to help you with, when it comes to getting through that holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. And that also makes me think of going into the season with clear boundaries already outlined for you. And, you know, 
um, if you're going to a plethora of events or family functions or whatever it might be, making possibly making those boundaries clear ahead of time so that you don't put yourself in a situation where, you know, you feel like you're letting someone down or um, being tempted to bend on your boundary um, just due to, I don't want to call it peer pressure, but just from pressure that you might feel in the moment. You might be like, oh, I'll have one more drink. I'll have one more piece of pie, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, resent, regret can really do a number on us when it comes to that guilt, the negative thoughts in our heads and all those kind of things. And so, like you said, so important, Caitlin, to have those boundaries. And even if you have like a kind of little support network or accountability buddy and you're at events, like make sure I'm out of here by nine o'clock because I got to go home and go to bed, you know, those kind of things. Because sometimes we need that little Jiminy Cricket in our ear to to get us out the door. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Something else that I think is so important to think about this time of year is if you are sitting here listening to this conversation and you're like, awesome, you know what? I'm going to start this self-care. It's going to be my new year resolution. And like mm-hmm. come January 1st, here I go. No, stop mm-hmm. and just start now. Start right now. Just Can I share start. a tip? Yes, please. So one super, super simple tip that I always love to share and always love to start people with because it is the simplest thing you can do right now as you're listening to this episode is to go into your phone and set a reminder for one minute, five times a day. All right. And so it'll go off at five different times of the day for one minute. Don't go on social media. Don't scroll. Don't put a load of laundry in, but just sit there for that one minute and breathe. You can do some box breathing, which is four seconds in, four second hold, four second out, and another four second hold. Get some water and hydrate. You could do some shoulder shrugs up and down, as well as maybe tell yourself a positive affirmation, positive statement, do a little gratitude practice. That one minute five times a day is going to lower your cortisol levels, your stress levels. You're going to increase your hydration. Those simple little things done consistently every day will start to have a massive, massive impact. And I'm not even exaggerating. Oh yeah. And you know, just even the benefit of knowing I did a five care self-care. I I did a five minute self-care practice today. You start to celebrate, you start to build on that and get that momentum going you know, your reticular activating system gets activated where you start noticing then more positive things, more good things. And this is how you start building and growing a self-care practice. And so it starts as simple as a, a timer on your phone going off for one minute, five times a day. I love ending any coaching call that I'm having with action items. Mm-hmm. And listener, this is my action item for you. <laughs> Go do that. Try it. And I promise it will become so sticky because as soon as that snowball starts rolling for you, the momentum that you feel, the benefits that you feel from doing that one minute, five times a day practice, you are going to love it. And that ritual, that routine is going to become so sticky because Mm -hmm. of that. You, You can do it in your car. You can do it, you know, wherever you are, you can stop for one minute and find that time. And you deserve, you deserve way more than that, but start there and you'll definitely see it grow. Yeah. Oh, 
This has been so wonderful. Okay. My favorite question that I ask every guest who comes on the show is, do you have a life or happiness hack that you use in your own life that the listeners might want to try in their own? Grace. Grace. I have learned to give myself grace, you know, even like a silly example, when it comes to cooking new recipes, we get three tries to get it right. Mm -hmm. And it started at my attempt at making homemade gnocchi years ago. Yeah. And the first time it dissolved into this like inedible potato soup. Like, I don't even know what I did wrong. You're like, no, I was definitely trying to make potato soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we pitched it and ordered pizza. But, you know, I took another try and I took another try. And as well as it kind of gives us also the out, like I gave it three tries. And if it still doesn't work, I didn't, you know, I'm not giving up. It's like, all right, this just isn't going to work for me. But I also give myself the grace that it's not going to work out perfectly the first time. I think as we get older, like as kids, you know, they fall off their bikes trying to learn how to ride it. They learn to practice sports and instruments and things like that. And we forget when we're adults, it takes practice to actually be able to do something. And so the grace of that imperfection and not being able to do it perfectly the first time has been so powerful for me to be able to kind of take that burden off, take that negative conversation out of my head and be like, all right, you know, this is an opportunity to grow. I'm going to learn and do better the next time. Yeah. You never have to start back at square one. If you choose to view, um, things as, as learning opportunities and, and rooms for growth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay. Where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? Tell us all of the places. Sure. So my website, there's um, my podcast is on there. My blogs are on there. I have a free quiz to see if you're on the brink of a burnout. So there, as well as I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at Best D Life. Best D Life. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for pouring into us. And listeners, Daniela and I have have, you know, peripherally started chatting about some sort of other collaboration maybe in 2024 because we just cannot get enough of each other and so stay tuned for that we don't even know what it is but it's something it might be virtual might be in person you never know (laughs) yes i i'm gonna vote for in person because you you live in jersey right i live in buffalo new york so you live in buffalo even better i'm coming to you buffalo or you live in texas right i love texas don't come to me don't come to me It's like awesome. way too hot here. <laughs> well, we'll have to do a summer thing because in Buffalo, I'm not going to lie, we get blizzards and snow and stuff. <laughs> okay, fair. So. Fair. All right, so uh, summer 2024. <laughs> there we go. Mark your calendars, everyone. We're coming for you. <laughs> All right, my friends. I will be back in your ears next week with another episode of the Think Happy Podcast. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review. And if you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co. That's C-O and online at thinkhappyco.com. I'll be back in your ears next week with another episode of the Think Happy Podcast. 